another episode of Conversations and Connections. We're the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the Prevention Coordinator for the agency. And today we have several folks with us from Lufkin ISD. Uh, specifically, uh, they're here today to uh, talk with us about the ACE program. And we'll find out about what all that is. The Family Crisis Center is... Uh, fortunately uh taking part uh, in that as well so uh it's a rare occasion i have so many guests on the podcast uh three which is uh, extraordinary but it's awesome uh i'm going to introduce uh the first person and i'll have uh, her introduce everyone else we have sheila adams with us the executive director of communications for lufkin isd thank you sheila good morning for uh coming by and uh and uh, bringing all these lovely folks with you. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, we are in the room with experts in their field. I am thrilled to be here today with Mary Gail McCarty. She is the program di- or the project director, and she's actually been with Lufkin ISD since 2013. So she knows her stuff, let me tell you. Okay. And then we've got Tamara Angiano, and she's our family engagement specialist. She's actually been with Fort Worth ISD for 10 years, and she is quadrilingual, which is could very well come in handy. Wow. So we are thrilled to be here today with these ladies, and I'm going to turn it over to Mary Gill and let her explain <laughs> to you a little bit about what the program is. Well, yeah, and, and Mary Gill, uh, you're probably the person who I've had the most contact with yes, uh, yes. since uh, we've been involved with the program. Uh, so if you would, let's first of all just kind of talk about what the ACE program is, uh, what ACE stands for. That's an acronym, obviously. Yes. Um, and uh, what does that stand for, and what's the ACE program all yes, about? Yes, the, um, the Texas ACE program actually stands for After School Centers on Education. And this is a a grant that our district just um, applied for and received recently. And um, it is to um, provide after school services for children that's free. And we um, have it on all all five of our primary campuses and all five of our elementary campuses. And uh, so that's grades kindergarten through fifth grade and um, we are just having a blast. We, we got started around um, September the 27th, and we've been going full force yeah. ever since. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. So I guess, my, you know, one of my questions is going to be the need for a program like this in the community. I don't know if anything like this has ever been tried before, uh, you know, but coordinating such a such a big effort, you know, there is ten campuses involved in this program. Uh, obviously, there was a need that was seen to have something like this Absolutely. in our community. And and I'll take that question. Basically, you know, when you look at Lufkin, we are eighty four percent economically disadvantaged, and so when you think about how many students that is across our district, that's quite a lot. And so what's great about this program is it's no cost. It's no cost to parents. And it's a $7.5 million program, federal program. So that money is being pumped into this community. And we're able to put that out to our students in the form of, you know, after school programs. And it's it's just amazing. And it's such a good thing for our community. It puts that money into our community. But not only that, we can put that value back into our students. And so it meets our students' needs and it makes parent connections as yeah. well. So what goes on in the after school program? program. I can tell you a little bit about what we do, you know, as an agency, we come in, we try to make something fun, talk about students, about healthy relationships and about, uh, we're going to talk to them at at one point about bullying, uh, healthy friendships, the importance of consent, things like that. But, uh, 
Uh, what all does the program entail? A typical day uh, for these kids uh, after school, what do they do? Yeah, well, let's start with our goals of our program. Um, yeah. The things that we are, are striving to do, we're trying to um, uh, help the academic side for the, for the kids okay. because we know there has been um, some, some slides and learning due to COVID. Um, so we want to try to fill that learning gap. And so we, we do focus on the academic side. So we're trying to increase their, their academics. Um, we are trying to um, promote uh, positive behavior. That's one side. Another thing is we are trying to um, decrease um, absences. So we're trying to increase the attendance. Uh-huh. That's, that's another one of our. And, and then another very, very important part is trying to um, engage families. So there's, there's, a, there's a big piece of that as well. So those are sort of our goals of the program. So a typical day for, for um, one of our students is um, they gather um, and they are able to have a snack. Snacks are provided for the kids and um, then they will be released into two groups. We have small groups because we have a 15 to one ratio. So that means 15 students to one okay. adult per adult. And that adult might be a certified teacher or it might be a paraprofessional or it could be um, a paid staff member who's outside of the district or sometimes um, we also have volunteers that come in and help, help us out. Yeah. Um, and so we start out um, the kids will have an academic piece so right now that looks different on all the campuses and we are we are working hard because we just got off the ground we're trying to implement some different things right it could look like homework help it could look like some extra tutoring um, we our district has just purchased um, some new curriculum to help out that will um, be rolled out soon um, so that's for about 45 minutes they'll get an academic piece for the second 45 minutes um, there's an enrichment piece so that could look like um, a program like yours coming in, uh-huh. a community program coming in and helping us out and enhancing in some way. Um, it could look like um, an enrichment activity. It could be something like, um, we have Legacy Institute is coming in and teaching the students how to play chess, which has been very interesting. I, I doubted that they could teach kindergartners how to play chess, but they have proven me wrong. <laughs> they are loving it. Some of the kids, every, um, they're telling us they're going out and buying their own chess boards and oh, that's playing great. at home and playing with friends. And um, I, I was pleasantly surprised about teaching them how to play chess. And they will also in the springtime teach them some um, financial literacy classes that are based on their grade levels as well. Yeah. Um, we have some other activities going on. On some of the campuses, they're learning sign language. Um, some of them they're doing, um, it, it might look like um, Lufkin Parks and Recreation are going to be coming in soon and they'll be bringing in some of their activities like maybe Zumba or basic um, sports skills or um, we are just the sky's the limit. We are looking for creative enrichment activities um, daily and it, like I yeah. said it looks different on every single campus. Mm-hmm. Well it, it's interesting also um, you mentioned, and, and I was going to ask this later in the show, but we'll go ahead and, and talk about this. This isn't only benefiting um, the students. You're also trying to get parental involvement yes, involved, uh, parents involved in this as well. How, how, how do you plan on doing that? Yes, I will let uh, Tamara answer that question because she is our family engagement specialist, and she's been working very, very hard on okay. trying to um, bring our families into our schools. Well, great. Well, thank you. So, first of all, I actually want to thank you for everything that you're doing. I'm going to ask you to scoot that microphone up just a little bit to you. There you go. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. So, first of all, I want to thank you for everything you're doing. I got to uh, watch you over at Curdy the other day uh, doing one of your uh, sessions there with the kids, and they were really, really engaged (laughs) and having an exciting time. So, 
I wish we had programs like yours when, when I was a kid. <laughs> so anyway, uh, my role as a family engagement specialist. Um, research shows that over and over again that family engagement is one of the most important predictors of child development and their success in school and life. And the right kind of school family connections, those that build the relationships, listening, welcoming, uh, and shared decision making produce some of the some of the uh, so many benefits for kids. Um, higher GPA, uh, better test scores, better attendance, enrollment in more challenging courses, better social skills, improved behavior at home. So my role is kind of like the cultural li liaison. It's about building relationships and building trust with the families. It's assisting families in navigating or interpreting the cultural paradigm of, of what school, how schools operate. It's um, activities including translation, facilitating family access to information, and promoting skill development that enables families to advocate for their children uh, within school systems and also the referral activities um, to different community agencies and support groups, medical care, legal help, and clothing, transportation, the, the sky's the limit. Sure, yeah. sure, okay, awesome. So this this program, y'all were able to get this program through a grant, I'm assuming, right? Yes. Uh, was that a very competitive uh, Yes. piece to this yes I was actually not part of the grant you know writing the grant I, right. mean, I was hired after they received the grant so I'm like I said it's very extensive to write grants I think Miss Adams probably has been involved in writing grants before and um, I will tell you this 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 grant um, it says um, what did it say I had it written down over here okay there are actually 700 learning centers in 140 different school districts in Texas okay and we are one of the few in the East Texas area. Um, it's it's a very competitive grant. People they you know they write this grant, they try to get this grant, and we were very very surprised to receive it. I mean, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, now I know it, it, you probably kind of touched a little bit on this. I know that the program has just started, and we've been kind of kidding with each other you know we're both all you know yeah. not only as the schools but those who are participating other agencies like us you know we're trying to figure this out yes, absolutely. And, and everything and i know it hasn't been going on very much yet but how's it been going so far it is amazing what we have accomplished in a month um well two months um we you know, we've, we've got 10, we had to hire 10 site coordinators. We had to hire <laughs> wow. a family engagement specialist. Um, we had to start um, the, the application process on trying to, you know, get these applications out for, for the students and the families sure. who were interested in being involved. The, all of those were returned. And, you know, we looked at all of those applications and based on need, you know, we like, you know, it goes back to our goals, the goals of the program. You know, we want to increase their um, academic gains. We want to increase atten attend attendance. We um, want to help with that positive behavior. So we looked at the whole child. And so, um, you know, based on the greatest needs, we, we took as many as we could according to how, mu how much staff that we have. Yeah. And so, yeah. and that leads to, we are roughly um, about around 700 students right now. And that's um, just over half what we can potentially take. Um, Right now, we are kind of stuck at that number because we um, we are low on staff. 
And sure. so we are going, um, we just put out um, on our website. So if you go to Lufkin ISD's website, you will see um, there's a couple of jobs there posted. Um, one is for um, just someone who has a high school diploma who's interested in working. They can work mo Monday through Friday. They can pick and choose. They can work all five days or they can work two or three days, whatever works for them, um, to come in and assist um, to help supervise the children right. with, with their activities. There's also another job that's being posted. Um, I'm not sure if it's on there yet, but um, there will be one for someone who has a college degree who's interested in helping with the tutoring part of it, the academic okay. side of it as well. So, um, yeah, we're hoping that there will be some interest so that we can hire some more um, staff so that we can start adding more students because we have a waiting list that is very long of, of families yeah. who, who would like their, their children to benefit from this program. Well, um, and let me ask you this. Are there any special requirements for families to participate in this? I mean, can any is any child eligible to be part of this program? Um, if again, the space allows. Yeah, if the space allows and it's based on need. But um, I will let Ms. Um, Anchiano tell you a little bit about what's required of the families once they okay. are in the program. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, I like to think of them as opportunities rather than requirements. Yes. Um, <laughs> So, I, because we're trying to build build an ecosystem here, um, I like to think of family engagement as co-creating an ecosystem um, in which each and every one has a role. So, you know, we think of a bridge as a two-way street, and um, if we're building an ecosystem, every each of us has a role. So, we have to pay attention to the whole learning ecology, uh, not just schools alone. And, you know, if you think about it, children are awake for about 6,000 hours a year, and they spend only about 1,000 of those hours in school. So spending the remaining time, 5,000 hours, in, at home and in the community and after school and summer programs. So family engagement takes place across a variety of settings, including homes, schools, and community spaces, libraries, and museums. So we've created opportunities uh, with upcoming events. Uh, we asked the parents to uh, participate in four events over the, the uh, school year. Um, you know, it, some of them are online, uh, some of them are on the campuses, some of them are in the community. Uh, we have events coming up with the coalition, how to talk to your kids about substance abuse. Book Buddies of East Texas is doing a book giveaway with our program this weekend. We have uh, Kurth Memorial Library, and the East Texas Museum is going to be doing workshops with parents. You guys are doing a whole series of events um, December through April, um, healthy relationships, human trafficking, internet safety, domestic violence, good touch, bad touch, proper discipline, effects of trauma on children. So we've planned these events based on surveys that we've conducted with uh, parents in both English and Spanish during our parent orientation sessions. Uh, the parent orientation sessions counted as one of the, let's say, opportunities. opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> one of the opportunities. We also had uh, lights on after school on October 28th, mm -hmm. uh, shining light on after school programs. Uh, uh, parents attended uh, sessions at different schools. Um, and we have the Book Buddies event, and we have lots of different activities coming up over the, uh, uh, the rest of the year, plus summer camp. Right. Yes. <laughs> so this is going to go on uh, even 
this coming summer as yes, well, right? Yes. So it's not we just will, um, you're not just locked in during school correct, time. Correct. We'll have a summer session that will last about five weeks. Okay. And um, it's about six hours a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Great. Uh, so you mentioned uh, I've heard several agencies uh, uh-huh. mentioned who are uh, helping you guys out, including the Family Crisis Center. Uh, what other agencies are helping y'all out with this? Who's all involved? Um, Yes, definitely the Family Crisis Center, and I would love for you in a minute to tell us exactly what what you guys have been doing, okay, sure. how you've been helping us out. Um, but yes, Family Crisis Center, we have ADAC, um, we have the Coalition, uh, Angelina College, uh, she mentioned Book Buddies earlier, who are giving away free books, um, the Museum of East Texas, like she, she mentioned, and you know, again, we keep saying sky's the limit. We are constantly looking for creative, new, different programs. Um, if, if anyone out there is interested in uh, working with us, um, feel yeah. free to reach out because okay. we want to bring as much to our students as we can right, that's right, going to help right. the whole child. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Um, um, yeah, go ahead and tell us about what Family <laughs> Crisis Center. Yeah, you're not getting off the oh, hook. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> well, no, I, and, and I appreciate because, you know, uh, getting into the schools have been has been something that I've been wanting to do as uh, uh the coordinator for our prevention program for quite some, quite some time. So this this uh, proved to be an excellent opportunity uh, for us to do that. And so first of all, it's a hoot <laughs> to talk because I haven't had that much experience yet with young children, and they are also they're so awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're so open to learning about anything. Uh, we do have a new uh, prevention member on staff. His name is Bobby. He's my puppet. I'm that Bobby. <laughs> I'm that Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they, oh my gosh, let me tell you, you got to watch out because if if Bobby hugs one child, mm-hmm. they all want a hug from Bobby. <laughs> so, uh, and I felt so bad because there was one school. We, we do two primary schools every Monday, except for like the, third week I think where we do one so we're at one primary school but we're kind of done and we, we got to pack up and we got to go to the next school and it broke my heart almost to leave a lot of these kids you know wanting a hug from, from Bobby and I was like I'm sorry guys we gotta go uh so that was that was really sweet but we're, we're talking to these these kids like we talked to them about consent and obviously at that age we're just introducing the concept of consent, what it means to ask before you borrow something and uh, before you just run up and give, you know, little children, they, they love to give hugs, you know, and you kind of talk to them about, well, you know, a lot of people don't like hugs really. And, and so you might, you might want to ask them before you just run up and give someone a hug and someone should always ask you before they hug you. And, uh, and we're going to talk about healthy friendships and we're going to talk to them, uh, Obviously, on their level, but I think our, our human trafficking person is going to talk to them about concepts like stranger danger, and uh, we'll probably wind up eventually talking about uh, good touch, bad touch, and th- things like that. So this has really been great, you know. And it's so funny shifting gears because 
that morning I may have been talking very PG-13 to some college students, and then all of a sudden, boy, i got to switch gears, and, uh, you know, we're talking to some elementary school kids, and it's just, it, it's so wild to go from one end to the other of the spectrum on what to talk about, you know, uh, to the community, but we've been having a lot of, a lot of fun. Uh, Needless to say, I've been here in Lufkin for several years, and I'm still finding out now where all these schools are at, you know, and, and going to all of these campuses and, and everything. So it has been a lot of fun. So I want to talk about, okay, this is a grant-funded project. How long is this grant going to last? How far do you see this program uh going to. okay so the grant you know was 7.5 million dollars and that is for five years and so what we have to do there is a student data tracking system that we have to go into and that's basically how we keep in compliance you know we take attendance on there every day we put in our activities we put in um you know, we have, they they make sure our ratios are in order okay they make sure we're doing quality activities that we have we are have partnerships with people like you guys and um so we are, you know, they are checking on us. We have um, three different QAPs, which are quality assurance process. We have three evaluations each year, and they work with us. TEA monitors us and makes sure that we are, you know, doing every single thing that we need to do, and they have been so helpful, and uh, they answer all of our questions. You know, um, it, it's, it's been a great process so far. Yeah. And so as long as we are, you know, staying in compliance and we are um, – dotting our I's and crossing our T's and making this the best program that we can make it be, um, we, sh we should be fine for, you know, the five yeah. years. Now, at the end of the five years, um, you are able to reapply for the grant again. And there are districts out there and different learning centers that have been doing this for 20 years, you know. So um, depending on what it looks like at the end of the five years, if we okay. want to renew the grant or if we want to take this on as a district on our own, you know, we, we have that option as well. Now, is this strictly – for primary and elementary no no age. it's actually um for k through 12 okay. campuses it is um and you um and it's for title one schools and you can apply up, you know up to 12th grade if you okay. want to now each district can only have up to 10 centers and so it made perfect sense for our district to do gotcha. our primary and okay. our elementary because we have okay. five and five which makes 10 so we can only go up to 10. okay yeah but our middle school and high school they offer so many other you know yeah. things on those campuses we want to catch them early we want to catch sure. them young we want to catch them when they're still developing and when we can really make a difference um so that's why we chose to well, and I think with what we do as the Family Crisis Center and the education that we put forth out there, I think that's mm -hmm. the key. I think the earlier, the better to to start making an impact on these kids. Uh, you may have kind of touched on this. When you were talking about the grant compliance. Obviously, I'm assuming there's going to be some kind of measurement or there is a measurement in place to kind of yes, monitor they, the success yes, of, they, we of had, this. We had goals in our grant that we wrote that we have to reach certain percentages and you know they track the data tea will be looking at our star scores you know for academics they'll be tracking our attendance logs um to see if we're making you know a positive difference there um so yes there are measures set in place that they will be checking on us right. to make sure that we are reaching those goals sure mm -hmm. sure okay 
Uh, well, guys, is there anything about the program that we haven't touched on that you want to make sure that uh, our audience knows about or that we know about? Have we done pretty good with this? I think so. I think the, the main takeaway here is that we do need some more employees to help with the program, and we that way we can sign up some more children. And then also just um, continue to let us know if you've, if you've got ideas out there for the, for the students in the afternoon. Um, you know, we're looking for sure. creative, interactive activities for the students. So this is a, a great platform for us to mention that yeah. and let people know they can okay. help us out. Great. Well, thank y'all so much for coming by. I know I, I mentioned this to Mary Gail a few weeks ago, and she seemed on board with it. So I'm, I'm so glad that every one of y'all had the chance to uh, come and talk to us. Well, thank you for thank having you. us. And thank we really, so really appreciate the Family yeah. Crisis Center and, and helping us out with our program. And it's, it is definitely enhancing. So, uh, again, uh, on the show today, Sheila Adams is the Executive Director of Communications for Lufkin ISD. Also, Mary Gail McCarty, the Project Director for the ACE Program. Okay, Tamara, I'm going to give another shot at this. Tamara <laughs> Angiano. Angiano. Okay, thank you. All right, I thought so bad. Uh, our fa the Family Engagement Specialist. Uh, for Lufkin ISD. Uh, and again, if uh, you think you may want to take a part in this, you can go to the Lufkin ISD website. That's lufkinisd.org uh, at their job listings. And if you'd like more information uh, on this program, you can uh, get in touch with uh, Lufkin ISD. And if you have a question about anything that we've talked about today, you can email us at conversationsandconnections at FCCET.com. And if you feel like you need our services, if you feel like you need the Family Crisis Center services for anything going on in your life, we do have a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week hotline. That number is 1-800-828-7233. And be sure to subscribe to Conversations and Connections. You can do that via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and pretty much every uh, podcast service of your choice. And remember, as always, be the voice if not for you, for someone else.